Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Torah Psych 101, where if you love Torah and you love psychology, this is the podcast you have been waiting for. I am your host, Dr. Jonathan Lassen. Let's get right into it. In one of my previous podcasts, I referred to the situation that happened. It went viral um, during Hurricane Katrina, I believe, where a woman was faced with the prospect of either saving a human life or saving the life of an animal, which was a dog, and she decided to skip over the man who was pleading for help and lying there desperately on the ground, and she went to save a dog. So I was talking about that with reference to putting priorities, and ironically, in this week's Parsha, we see that the Bnei God and Bnei Ruvain, they came to Moshe with a request and they wanted to live in a certain part of Eretz Yisrael that would not be uh, conducive to establishing the city and contributing to the war effort to uh, conquer Eretz, to conquer the land so that uh, people can live in Eretz Yisrael. So what we find that's interesting is that the initial request that the Bnei God and Bnei Ruvain asked for was that they asked that they wanted places that would enclose the flock so that they could build um, something for their livestock. And then it mentions the cities for their children. So here we see exactly what I was talking about before, that they were choosing their, their uh, livestock, their animals over their, over their children. And this is what it says in, in the, uh, in the Pasuk. It talks about that uh, Moshe, um, was responding to their idea, but he said to them, he reversed what they said, first build yourself the cities for your children, and then um, you can build enclosures for your animals. And whatever you say in your mouth, has to you have to do. Um, meaning whatever comes out of your mouth, keep your promise. So the Ksav Sofer actually asks, what's the purpose of telling them, keep your promise? So he answers, he says that one of the biggest type is one of the biggest sources of desire that we have is for money. There are other sources of desire that people have for uh, licentious reasons, for food reasons. Those are taivas that come and go. They, they fade. But uh, the one taiva that, that uh, is sustained forever is the taiva of money. We know that Oyev Kesef, Kesef, a person that loves money and is never satisfied with money, and they're always in the pursuit of trying to make more money than the next person. So, therefore, Moshe sees that this is the problem, that people are always going to be um, unhappy with the amount of money that they have. So he says, you have to keep your priorities straight. First, take care of your kids, and then take care of your cattle. And the um, the Pusik, the Medrash uh, brings down a Pusik in Gohelis that says that the heart of a person that's a chacham is on the right, and the heart of a the seal of a, a fool is on his left. And the Medrash says that, what does it mean, the heart of a chacham? That's referring to Moshe, and the heart of the fool was referring to the Bnei God of Bnei, Bnei Ruvain, who took the, uh, the idea of modern-day society as well, and that is to uh, subjugate your, your, your children um, and put them last and put your money first. So... This is something that we see nowadays that we uh, that Chazal actually say that Bnei Gad and Bnei Ruvain they came back after fourteen years um, of the conquest of Eretz Yisrael 
and afterwards they came back and their kids were all grown, they were teenagers, and they each had long hair, and they, which was the, the custom of the, of the Goyim, and they were unrecognizable. You couldn't discern who was a Jew and who was not, and that's something we see nowadays, especially that uh, the assimilation has, has gone to at a point where we can't even recognize who the kids are that are the kids from Jewish families and the kids that are not from Jewish families. So this is a very important idea that the, I, the, the taiva, the desire for money, is so strong that it can cause us to assimilate and cause us to not be recognizable from the umos olam. So this is what we are learning from the B'nai God and B'nai Ruvain, that's exactly what the Ksav Sofer was saying. The reason why Moshe Rabbeinu asked them to reiterate and say it specifically um, that this is what I'm going to do, that I'm going to keep to my word, Moshe made them promise because he was trying to avoid assimilation. Moshe understood because he was a Chacham, he understood the psychology of human beings, and that is that the taiva of money surpasses any other taiva, and it's never going to go away. So therefore he gives this directive, and once you make a public statement that I'm going to keep my word, then it usually stands. And that is just the way the world works. So it's a shame we should all keep our words and prevent assimilation from progressing. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I am Dr. Jonathan Lassen, a therapist, educator, and lifelong learner. I'd love to hear your comments, thoughts, and suggestions by emailing me at jonathanlassen2018 at gmail.com. That's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-L-A-S-S-O-N 2018 at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you and learning from you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and are psyched for our next Torah Psych Podcast.